0: hello everyone thank you so much for being here we are so happy to have you in our space today we are going to be freeing our voice allowing ourselves to express our voice the sound that our human body makes and our guest today is a beautiful singing coach who's here to assist us with that It's amazing how a simple song can raise our vibration. This is something that comes so naturally to us, but yet the programming in our lives and even our past lives somehow rob us from that, that innate ability to express ourselves so freely. So we're gonna go deep today with Linda Llewellyn, a singing coach, my singing coach, and even your singing coach as well. Linda, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here on this Quantum Conversation.
1: You're welcome, Loren, thank you for having me.
0: All right, so we're going to do some exercises to sing, but first we're gonna talk about singing and I wanna share a little bit about you and you can expand on this, but Linda is, someone who's been a singer in past lives and came into this life soothing herself as a young girl and the love for singing took her into singing in a local band singing cover songs <laughs> in her 20s, 30s and 40s <laughs> and you know the disco and rock and roll and now it's it's a high vibration mission to get people into expressing their voices, singing their voices. She's a singing coach. So that is amazing, Linda, um, singing and the way that you've helped people to sing, as we realize that this is an innate ability, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I don't understand why it's not easier for more people. It does seem to be a, an obstacle and a cultural uh, norm to shut it down and for a lot of people, most people I meet, to say they, they can't sing. and It's just not true so I, f- I feel so strongly that we can all do this and it's not mysterious and it's not for celebrities only. Um, I think it's a beautiful way to lift your own vibration. It's a simple way. It's always with you. You don't have to get it out of a case and tune it up. It's part of your body. So it can be as simple as a hum if you're extremely self-conscious about singing. Um, it can be as complicated as an operatic aria. It can be a simple child song. It can be anything. Just letting that voice out and learning to accept it and to love it um, as a way to more deeply accept and love ourselves. Our voices are this your voice is the sound of you and my voice is the sound of me. So why not explore it and learn to befriend it. My hope is that the more people who can accept that and raise their vibration a little higher in that way the more Um, our world will vibrate at a higher resonance.
0: Absolutely. Singing and dancing is one way to put us in our heart and to cultivate joy and Mm -hmm. communicate with our higher self. And so why is it that we shut down our voice, right? There's society's programming, but it's also past lives. In my own experience that I'll share, it tr- it totally goes back to Lemuria. And so for a, a simple way to raise our vibration, even toning, right? Humming is good toning. It's so amazing that these sounds are so natural, but yeah. they don't have to be perfect. That's the thing. And so here we are talking about singing and you're going to give some exercises for us with scales and things that actually allow us to be in a safe space and not judge ourselves and our voice. And as I was in a singing lesson with you, I found it really interesting that I would just burst out in tears singing songs of the heart. And so it's a remembrance that we did this in our creation. It's how we created the planet even. It's how we created our reality.
1: Right.
0: Yes. Isn't that amazing?
1: It is. Um, Yeah, like I said, I'm not sure where the cultural shutdown started or why that is a norm now. I do know that many years ago and a hundred years ago before televisions and radios and devices and phones and computers, Um, Many people had pianos. That was like your main entertainment. Everyone got in the living room and sheet music was extremely popular. Every song that came out, you bought the music and you sat at the piano and sang it with your family, with your friends. Um, It's not that long ago that it was more the norm to use our voices. And of course, it's in many cultures, right? The chanting of Tibetan monks, the chanting of Native American tribes, uh, the chanting of Jewish Ceremonies, it's just very uh, prevalent throughout the entire world. And I think historically as well, you know, um, it's natural and I think we just need to keep all working on shifting it back to a natural part of our
0: lives. Yes. Yes, a natural part of our lives and the key is self-judgment. No, no self-judgment in it
1: yeah that's why um, i love humming so much because you can start there with very little self-judgment mm-hmm. yeah most people are not too health self-conscious about that
0: yes exactly very interesting really really interesting so when you work with people and you see them transform do you want to share any stories of their voice awakening and how maybe their life changed? Or did they manifest differently? What have you noticed?
1: Well, for one thing, if you do start opening it and using it and becoming friends with it, you do not know what might happen, like you may not even be able to imagine what might happen. I'm thinking of a friend, a good friend now who was a student 25 years ago so shy about it had never sung and now she'll do professional gigs and when I met her she couldn't even imagine that being part of her future you know I wasn't there yet (laughs) but as we worked and it opened and she used it and had questions and learned about it um, she got there that's was something she wanted and she did that Um, thinking of a woman that I knew that wasn't is an astrophysicist and she was very accomplished human being. She spoke in front of Congress. She taught classes and, you know, internationally traveled and spoke. Um, the first time she sang on a microphone with me, she I was standing behind her. I had my hand on her back, you know, supporting her and breathing with her. <laughs> she just turned around and hugged me and started weeping uncontrollably. I've seen a lot of crying. It seems to be um part of the release of the voice and you know, there is an aspect of the sound we make when we cry. So I, I remember that person very fondly. It, it I was so uh surprised, you know um and pleased that that much emotion could could be moving for her in that moment.
0: Yes, I I'll share my story again for those who may not have heard it. um, Great. You know, it was a surprise for me too. It was a total surprise for me. Here I am, I do love to sing. But I'm one of those who would force it (laughs) and like want to belt it out, but I'm not ready to belt it out because it's not a trained voice. So my family and friends would be like, please don't sing, (laughs) but I love music. Music has always calmed me and lifted my spirits. And so when I was with you and singing, I remembered just the love. I remembered it's so deep. And then even this morning, here we are in this show right now, but I was already in this sacred space and in my morning routine started to sing along to a song that was playing. And there I was again, feeling the love of singing and just burst into tears. And then it was like stuck in the throat chakra and then there was a remembrance. And this time it wasn't, you know, when I worked with you it was one layer that was revealed and and it doesn't matter what layers revealed it could be a past life it could be in this life whatever it is that it was revealed to me that i i remember singing this way i remember wow i'm gonna cry right now but standing on the shores of lemuria and singing to the ocean and okay see this sounds so beautiful singing singing we were singing with love and it was very pure and so that's what i remember and then this morning another layer of that was revealed and it was a moment where you know i we had a tough i had a tough childhood and my mom insisted that we she took her kids to a church service so that we would have hope in our lives and i remember <laughs> singing with her in church and she would cry and so forgive me as i share this that's so visceral in my physical vessel But this was the memory of this lifetime and then past lifetimes with my mother as we sang this way. And so there's more to unpack there, but this is the healing and the remembrance that can be done when we open our voice. So from my personal experience, this is why I think it's so beneficial for all of us who are listening to radiate our heart light through the singing because we all can do this. It's innate within us. That's why some of us cry <laughs> when it's happening. And that's why some of us can sing so beautifully as it's happening. And we're gonna hear our beautiful singing coach, Linda. She's got a beautiful singing voice. So isn't, I just wanted to share that story. It's, it, it's beautiful.
1: You know, and I am um, remembering my childhood story too, also a very tough home to grow up in. Not a lot of support, not a lot of love shown. I know there was love there, (laughs) but I would just go outside and I would sit in the edge of the forest and I would sing. I I do put this, um, I put some kudos to a couple movies I think I saw at that age. (laughs) Around five I saw The Sound of Music, so I saw all the kids singing, and um, I'm pretty sure Cinderella Because I remember I would go out there and I would close my eyes and sing and I would imagine all the little forest animals coming up and I was singing to them and I was just singing love out, you know, I was soothing myself and singing love. I didn't know what I was doing. I just um, was trying to connect with something beautiful and, and feel love and I did. And I'll share too that I'm, I'm not psychic, I wish that I had some visual and um, some other psychic abilities that I don't have yet. So I don't see past lives. Um, I wish I did. And when I have readings and I hear about these things, I find that fascinating. And I know that I did definitely sing in past lives and I had some major trauma in the throat too in past lives. So it may be that I started singing very young because I needed to heal myself. I I feel like I primarily am lifting and healing my own energy and then I did that long enough that it was time to bring it out to everyone. Um, Also, I think it's interesting, my sister says, I didn't sing very well until I was about 14, that I just sang all the time and I thought I sang well. so that's kind of the power of belief you know i I believed it i I thought i was a singer from a young age and um i became that
0: and you became it (laughs) so isn't that interesting i know for me the first time i heard my i wanted to be a singer as a little girl and the first time i recorded myself on the tape recorders
1: yes i was
0: i was mortified and i realized "Uh (laughs) uh-oh better go into journalism (laughs) really oh my how old were you um Um, when did those portable tape recorders come out? I think I had to be about 9 or 10.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I remember the first portable tape recorder too. I was about 7 and I um, organized backup singers among my friends. (laughs) I sang a song on the tape and I taught them their backup singer parts and I had a little show. The song was Rock the Boat. Rock the boat, Don't don't rock the boat, baby, rock the boat. And I had those backup singers all all uh, ready to go, which okay. is hilarious. Age
0: seven. You see, and that is a great indicator for everyone watching and listening that it's when we when we really want to know what it is that we're passionate about. You <laughs> look back at that age, yep. thereabouts, and what you did for fun. What were you and doing when you were seven? And you're doing it, yeah. <laughs> and I was walking around with that tape recorder interviewing people with the mini microphone.
1: <laughs> Too cool, I wish we had met.
0: <laughs> well, we did eventually, yes. Yes. We did eventually for the sake of singing. And, um, you know, what I do know, um, Karaoke. I do love karaoke. In fact, when I lived in Asia, they have private rooms, private, private karaoke rooms, which are really fun because that's a very safe space where you can sing and dance and twirl your microphone. And what, you know, we would take photographs of our group in the room and there were always orbs in the room oh wow and it, it's very shamanic it would raise our vibration and bring us together and create some really good memories so I mean and that's just common sense
1: when I hum mm, there literally is a vibration my face and head and my neck and shoulders everything vibrates and since everything is vibrational it only makes sense that the use of the voice can raise vibration if your intention is to raise vibration, you know, if you're going to make sounds, put it put an intention with it. I'm going to take three minutes today. I'm in a bad mood and I'm going to sit tall, breathe deep, and I'm going to hum with the intention of raising my vibration and getting into a happier mood.
0: You know, this is perfect. And let's do a little example of this. Let's do an experience I wanted to say that here we are both in Colorado, and today it is an overcast day. Yes, it is. Yesterday, we had snowflakes. (laughs) Right. The first few. The first few. And, you know, when I lived in Guam for Mm -hmm. eight years, it was always sunny. And those rainy days, it was a very marked change. It was a day when most people would go inside, inward. Not only inside in the house, but go inward when the clouds come in the sky. And so that's the way it is today. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a dreary day. And so maybe we can pick up our mood with the humming experience that you'll offer us.
1: Sure. Yeah, we we were talking about that before we started that it was a day where we both felt inward. And of course, that's great too, right? It it contrasts the sunny days and it gives you a chance to recharge and rest. So, um, let's just hum three different notes. I'm going to start lower in my range and then do one a little bit higher and one a little bit higher. I'll stay on each one for a few. Um, I'm just going to set an intention for myself that I'm going to uplift my vibration and put myself in a more cheerful state of mind, a more sunny state of mind Um, and I'll I'll send that out to everyone else too. So it's always a good idea when you're using your voice to just have good posture. You'll feel better anyway even if you're not humming or chanting or singing. Find your centered tall spine. Feel as if your tailbone's reaching to the floor a little bit and the top of your head's reaching to the ceiling head balanced right on top of your spine. Breathe low in your lungs. So breathe to the bottom of your lungs first and feel as if you're filling. About two thirds of the way up, about to your sternum. So before we even hum, adjust your posture, feel grounded through your feet and through your sits bones if you're sitting. And a deep, low breath. So, hum with me. And also, if you don't feel comfortable on the note that I'm humming, feel free to sing any note. Mm-hmm. breaths and it can be that simple I'll hum to myself in public if I'm feeling anxious about something many times when I'm driving traffic or you know I'm a little late for something deep breath and hum just hum on the out breath while you're doing dishes or watching TV or on the computer or any other mindless activity that allows it. (laughs) Just, and let it be natural. Don't try too hard. It doesn't need to be super high or super low or super loud. Just a soft vibration. And while you're doing it, after you set your intention, while you're breathing and humming, just keep that intention in mind. I'm, I'm letting things rise up.
0: I love that because, all right, we can hear from others who did this. It was very interesting. Um, I actually sang and I hummed, not sung. I hummed an octave lower than you. Sure. And so when I did that, I felt the itch in my nose and face. Yeah, vibrates. I and I actually I realized I was kind of forcing it in the beginning, and the more that we did it, everything calmed down yeah and actually the breaths got longer you know my mind was kind of thinking oh do i have to hold it that long i can't hold it that long
1: no you do not need to
0: it's it's be be accepting with ourselves yeah and that right there is a lesson that's a lesson it's like can we not judge ourselves can we just be at peace with using our voice and it brings us peace. And so when we learn to work with scales, you're going to take us on some scales or exercises next. But another thing that I learned in this whole process is not to force the voice. Yes. When we want to belt out like Whitney Houston, we cannot just go there from zero. And so as we learn to cultivate the voice, we're very gentle and There's a softness to it. There's no forcing.
1: Yeah, let it be a process over time. If you truly want to work on your voice and let it grow and change. If you don't, you know, if what you are able to do right now as far as humming, chanting, toning, singing, if it works for you and it expresses you, you don't need anything else. Just use it. But if there's anything that is an obstacle, I like guess, in your way, like your self-judgment or maybe actually a note, you know, maybe you're going up and things break. You know, it sounds like a, a little Tarzan yell in the middle there because something's happening. You don't know what it is. <laughs> um, if there's an obstacle, then it might really help you to learn about your voice and exercise your voice. It's not for perfection. It's not because um, I want everyone to sound like an opera singer. It's because I want to remove all the obstacles of letting your natural voice out. And I I give this example often. Um, If I meet someone who keeps their mouth really tight when they talk, and I do see this a lot, and I sometimes do this myself. I have some stretches for it. Um, If you're singing with a tight mouth because someone shut you down when you were young, possibly then that is not your natural expression. There's something in the way of your natural expression. So some lessons and some technique and some tools, I believe, will help you drop that. I know of what's been imposed on you from outward and is not really yours. Let that go physically and you'll let it go psychologically and spiritually as well. It can go either way. You know, we can start with the spiritual and work our way into some use of the voice that's more advanced, like singing Whitney Houston's song. But you can start from the physical and work out to the spiritual as well. It, it can go from any way that you need it to go, working on your voice. And um, for on my first example will be that, the tight mouth and the dropping of the jaw and opening of the mouth. And for some people at first, it's not comfortable. They so have this habit of keeping it tight. Makes sense too, like imagine I've been told I don't sound good when I sing. So I'm if I do try, I, I stay really shut because I, I don't really want anyone to hear me. They might not like it. It might not sound good to me. So I don't wanna let it out. So I'm gonna just go, uh. Unfortunately, it'll hardly uh, you're, you're getting in your own way by doing that. It's not going to be easy for it to sound good or for you to like it, for you to feel good doing it if you're staying tight like that. Ah, is different than ah. One has the energy of hiding and one has just kind of like, Hey, I, here I am. Ah, I don't need to be spectacular, but I'm just going to let you see me
0: and hear me. And here it is. And that's how singing gets spiritual. Um, yeah. Those are obstacles. I'll share that even I had that obstacle. Um, isn't that funny? Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't, yeah. Not wanting to be seen. That's very, very interesting. Very
1: interesting for you on camera all the time.
0: And right. it's mm-hmm. just
1: to show that there, it's not a special thing for special people. So I sang a lot all my life in a lot of professional Different things, a lot of professional singing. Um, when my mom died, I had so much grief in my throat and I went through this period of time where I was pushing. I was like working. I have to work anyway, you know, and so I, I would often be tightening, you know, to keep myself from crying. And I developed some habits there of tightening. So I, I saw a speech therapist myself in my early 50s to work on tightness and I, I couldn't believe it. Like me, I've been teaching people to drop their jaws for 20 years, now 28 years. Um, but it's, no one's perfect and we all go through things and it's not just for special people. I had to go through a period too where I, I needed to rework my own voice and learn to let go of some tension. So well, let's do a couple stretches while we're talking about it.
0: Yes, because I'm certain that others can yeah, it's interesting. Ah, so I'll let you lead that exercise, and others can others watching and listening follow along. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm really happy
1: to have questions too. Yes. So make like a, a pucker shape, and then open your jaw and keep your head level. Take deep, low breaths. So simple stretch like this. and see for yourself, is this super hard for me or am I pretty, pretty good with this? Puff your cheeks up with air as a different stretch. Keep low deep breathing. So if we were gonna sing ah again, ah, How open are you? Does it feel open? Would it look open if you looked in the mirror or into a camera? Ah. So a lot, most people I meet are just not opening much. It's very common. Singing is a lot like speaking, but it's exaggerated. So we don't need to open this much when we're speaking. So if you're not a singer or haven't studied it, you probably don't open that much that often. So some stretches really help it. And thinking about um, if you want to get musical with it and do a little scale. Have good posture and a deep low breathing. Let the posture and the breath work together. And just practice dropping that jaw. Ah, That need to be perfect or loud. <laughs> Deep breath. let come back down, staying in the area where we speak. Ah, 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 ah. do an O shape instead of an R. Ah. Oh, 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 let that jaw be loose, oh, 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 oh. of breathing in, letting sound out. Breathing in, letting sound out. All sound out of whatever type, speaking, yelling, toning, it's all a breath out. So having a lot of breath in, you know, really working your breathing muscles is extremely helpful too. Do you want to do a little bit of that? So find your belly button with your hands, go up a couple inches. Take a deep breath, low, and you should feel to some extent expansion, feel it in your rib cage. Maybe your belly's coming out a little bit. Maybe your lower and mid back are stretching. Rib cage is definitely opening to allow your lungs to fill with air. So being in a, a posture that allows that is important too, and being balanced, like not on one hip. Um, feel that low deep breath feel the expansion of it um, which in itself is kind of expanding and cheerful i find at the top of a breath i feel a little lift it's it is lifting i feel a little lift each time if i'm thinking about it so you've got that spot a couple inches above your belly button just pant for a moment to to feel and work those breathing muscles just so just like a dog I don't know how much you can see on me but it's just going in and out in and out in and out i push the air out of my lungs my lungs pull the air right back in it's an in and out motion feels a little bit like in and up with the muscles in your rib cage and with your diaphragm working So exaggerate that a little bit, slow it down, and really feel it. Really feel that working, and maybe exaggerate it, make it work a little harder, uh, a few times. So you're working these breathing muscles, and probably some other muscles nearby helping out at first, until you really feel strong and uh, localized there, but. Morph that now into little exercise that I call panting breaths. It's like saying shh to someone with energy. It says N S H. Shh 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 Shh. I feel like it gets too loud on the mic, so I'm trying to look away from the mic. So five shushes. And just feel that same in and out, muscles working, muscles relaxing out, muscles working in, muscles relaxing out. Let's do three sets of five. Pull way in on the last one, get all the air out of your lungs, all the old stale air out. So we do a lot of exercises to strengthen breathing muscles and to relate to them, connect to them, and then connect our voice to them as well. So let's take the jaw dropping on an ah and combine it with bouncing here. And if you exaggerate your H and do ha, 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 ha. ha, See what happens, leave that jaw dropped at the end. I'm going to do another stretch real quick before we start. Ha, ready? Ha, 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 us do a ho. ha, 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 ho, He, 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 Good. So it may not be perfect, but you probably feel a little more sound coming out by opening and by putting muscle behind the airflow. So shaping vowels is how we um, create resonance, and there's plenty of people who will have a natural ability to do that and plenty of people who would benefit from working on it a little bit from instead of going ah to going ah just working a little bit on how how do i shape vowels the vowel is the the voice you know we a t is not my voice it's my teeth and my tongue it's something i'm enunciating consonants and they help us as singing and chanting they have their definitely their place and and They help a lot, but it's the vowel that is the timbre of my voice. You know, if you hear Ella Fitzgerald or Beyonce or um, Pavarotti, you know, if you hear a few lines on the radio and you have no idea who it is, you may recognize your favorite singers just by their tone, their timbre, the sound of them. Same with a horn player, you know, that we have our own sound. Um So whatever your sound is is fine. And if you don't love it, you can and you can change it, it can grow. You can grow to love it more. But first, start by just thinking, hey, maybe it's okay the way it is. You know what? What is it supposed to sound like? What does Bob Dylan sound like? Um, Bob Dylan's done a lot better than me <laughs> with this career. And it's not about him having a perfect voice. It's about him expressing himself. He's he's a poet. But you know, each person who comes to voice comes from their own place. Maybe um, you're an astronomer and you want to sing songs about stars and the moon. And you know, maybe you um, have a mother in a nursing home and you want to go and sing for the nursing home and just bring some joy to those people. Maybe it's part of your religious. Uh, ceremonial life. There's so many different reasons and ways to use your voice from the simplest humming to, you know, being a musical theater star with all the complications that would entail. But it's just it's an instrument that's with us all the time and a few simple ideas can help you like it better and enjoy using it more. And I think um, learning some technique then is worthwhile. If, if there's something about your voice you would like to learn or have uh, grow or be better, learn about it. Work it out. Um, go for it. You know the the don't regret not doing that because you're afraid to.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. So Linda teaches private lessons and also group lessons it's a wonderful way to learn about the voice and you know you said learn to love it and i'll share one thing on my personal journey with you in learning to express my voice even more i actually cried when i heard the ketty voice that was my mom's um voice the Ke- and i call it the ketty voice <laughs> and it was very interesting and I saw how I rejected it. I didn't love it.
1: It's the higher voice, right?
0: It's the higher voice.
1: And you speak so low and so melodiously. Your speaking voice is so beautiful. And of course that's your, you know, that's who you are and that's your living, you know, and that's what you're, you are in the world. And yeah, I could see, you know, that's that's uh, the low, warm, rich range. And I think your mom was using that higher, clearer, <laughs>
0: And I love that. And actually, um, when I sing that when I sing in that higher voice, it brings me to tears when I sing in the catty voice because I remember that. But then also one another thing I found very interesting is that when I was singing in a normal speaking voice in the singing in the normal range, Mm -hmm. that would make me cry as well. So these are all things I mean, it's different for each of us but it's a great yes. remembrance when we free our voice. We can see how we shut it down. We can see how we judged ourselves and we can yeah. see the need for self-love as we go on this journey. So it's a beautiful space that you've created. There's a Thank couple of ways that people can work with you. Um, I wanted to talk about that. The personal sessions I highly recommend and it's a great way to just be in that private personal safe space with this beautiful teacher and um talk about it and experience it and see how you feel afterwards. ask your questions yeah try ask it questions. out questions yeah and speaking of questions for those in our zoom audience if you've got a question for linda or if you'd like to work with her in like a mini quick zip session you can raise your hand. And we can unmute you and talk with you. You can also use the chat line. Um, So let's see, someone has a question. We're going to get to those questions in a moment, but Linda, the group sessions as well. Those are fun because they're singing lessons. Um, Tell us a little bit more about how it works. These are three sessions that people can use in this group setting. What's what goes on there?
1: Yeah, I do three and it's basically an introduction to voice. Uh, first and second day. Third day then we spend most of the time doing chakra toning. But the chakra toning is so much more enjoyable and um, energetic and magical if you know a little about your voice before you do it. You know if you know to sit in good posture and you know to drop your jaw a little bit. Um, so the first session they're all 90 minutes And the first session is inspire, resonate, clarify, inspire, inspiration, breath, resonate. How do we shape a vowel in a way that really resonates because the resonance is the beauty of it and the vibration and the healing are all all in the resonance. So how do we make our voices resonate more? And clarification is just the consonants. They are there and they're definitely part of the scene. And you can hear it right now. I'm exaggerating mine a little bit. It's more, um, it's clarifying. Consonants are clarifying. So the first day we were covering a lot of that. And we also will do some chakra toning each day. So I'll usually start with a little more of the energetic on day one. And then go into um, using your voice, getting to know it a little bit and hopefully clearing away some of your obstacles and answering your questions. Um, the second day, I do vibrate flow transition and um, something a lot of people have questions about, which I see in that chat question, the lower range and the upper range. What's the ketty voice and what's Lauren's, Loren's speaking voice? <laughs> so transitioning from lower to higher is a, an obstacle a lot of people come across. Um, flow is just how, how, what we do to make that transition up and down more, more, uh, doable. It's, it's having the, if you have a big break in the middle of your voice, it's going to take some time. It's a, a really a process to learn to smooth through that, but it's a really exciting and interesting process that frees your voice in, in really big, big ways. Uh, the vibration. We'll just be talking more about how it vibrates, and if it vibrates lower on a lower note, lower in my body, and then if I move to a higher note, it vibrates higher in my body. Um, so the second day is around that, and of course, again, we'll start with some energetic, just toning things. Um, we'll learn about the voice. We'll do examples. I'll take questions. Um, And then the third, we put that all together, we review it the third day and spend most of the time chakra toning with these new tools in line so that your chakra toning really amplifies the vibration and the healing aspect of it is uh, very strong and feels good and feels relaxed. And you can get through, you know, a a 30-40 minute toning session um, without getting fatigued.
0: Yes. All right. That sounds wonderful. Really beautiful. If you would love to spend the time getting to know your voice, working with your voice, these are beautiful sessions and you're going to walk away with skills that you can use every day, humming every day. I wanted to share about the break in the voice. I did notice that working the scales, right i mean it just seems so um basic but so important those scales and they taught me really how to relax in the singing and i was able to witness the break and then relax through the break again here's the relaxing through all of it so this brings up a beautiful question from someone in our audience this is coming from Celeste and Celeste says I'm 68 and I hear the timbre of my voice changing will vocal training help or should I just accept the aging of my vocal cords? I have never been a singer wish I had that gift but I am a pianist so I have an ear for tone
1: oh nice yes um you know I would say accept your voice where it is now. Our voices do change as we age. The muscles of my arm, I'm 59, they are changing. <laughs> the, the muscles of my vocal cords are changing and all of the coordinating muscles um, that help my voice come out. So yes, that is natural and I don't sound the way I sounded when I was 40 or 20. But, if you work your voice out regularly, it's going to stay in shape and it's going to serve you, um, it'll be stronger and more flexible and more resonant for longer if you are working it. Just like my arm here, if I just give up and say, well, I'm aging, you know, that's, that's the part of that is good. We want to accept ourselves as we are in the moment but also, hey, well, what if I really exercise my arms and and just make the best out of it, you know, for the rest of my life? (laughs) So I would really encourage you to work it. Um, You're a pianist, so you can play your own scales. Start with what we did, just do all the vowels you can think of up and down on a five note major scale. Drop your jaw, feel a little support here, take a deep breath, and uh, that would be a really good start. Work work it. Um, learn more about
0: it so that you uh, can have the best voice you can have for the rest of your life. Yes. Okay. And keep humming and singing and doing those scales. Wonderful. So you also mentioned the chakra toning. Actually, both of these items are available. The chakra toning is interesting. What happens is, our physical we're vibrating our physical body and we're actually changing the oxygen blood level when we tone and and make sounds like this and sing and that gives us a really great mood as well so tell us more about the chakra toning
1: yeah i do a monthly hour and a half session of that and i did one sunday we had a little dia de los muertos spin to it (laughs) but uh, we do guided meditation humming and a full chakra toning session um Again, with your intention. If your intention is to chakra tone, um, we generally go in all setting our own intentions in my groups. But my intention is always healing and balancing for myself and for everyone else that I'm I'm with. And when we're chakra toning, we're visualizing the colors of the rainbow and we're doing different um, syllables for each chakra, starting at the bottom, going to the top. Um, I have So many wonderful experiences with that, and again, it can be very simple. You can do a five minute version of it on your own at home once you you learn it. Um, but and let you know, let it be fun and fun, and let it um grow over time, let it grow into what it's going to be for you. But yeah, uh, monthly chakra toning, voice of light chakra toning is called, and um, I really went into doing that on Zoom during the pandemic. So it's been wonderful. I love doing it in person. It's so amazing to feel all the vibrations. (laughs) But on Zoom, I've met people from all over the world. I had uh, people from the UK, from California, Africa, Austria. It's just it's amazing to um, meet so many different people now on Zoom and online and do it together. And for some amazing reason, it works really well on Zoom. My bowls sound beautiful. I do the chakra toning with a whole set of chakra bowls, which you can kind of see here behind me. Um, And I always cover a little bit of technique first too, so that people do feel like they know, oh, I need to sit straight. I need to be comfortable. I need to breathe deeply. I need to drop my jaw open cover a little bit of technique just to enhance the chakra toning but it is it's a beautiful energy and um, it's such a gentle and sweet way to work with balancing and healing yourself
0: yes balancing and healing ourselves we can feel the vibration when it is complete and again these are techniques that we carry with us in our living walk on the planet um, and <laughs> so each of these uh courses that you offer these events that you offer are available on this web page for everyone and we invite those to check it out and sign up and take a private lesson with linda you'll be amazed and you'll grow so much from it and um let's see i wanted to say you're gonna end with a beautiful song but i wanted to ask you about on the zoom with the chakra toning yeah do you um do you do, can everyone see each other and do, does, is everyone unmuted so you can hear the the ohms and the toning from everyone
1: i wish but no uh for the way i do it we we all see each other yes. but um once we start the chakra toning everyone mutes but me so okay. you're hearing my bowls and my voice and you're singing along in your own private space, so no one will hear you.
0: Well, that um, might be preferred.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, it, well, that's so my, my course, the three webinars is called singing simply from the soul. And last time I did one of those, I, I offered it up. Hey, if anyone wants to sing for the group and have that experience, let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll create that. And No one did it. I was, I was I hoping know. someone would because I know some people just want that experience. I want to sing in front of people, see what happens. Um, but no, Zoom, uh, if, if I were to sing with 10 people over Zoom, it would be sort of a cacophony. Because there's delay on delay on delay. So usually when I do my chakra toning group, Voice of Light Chakra Toning, we'll hum together at the beginning. When we do the humming piece in the in the guided meditation, we leave the sound open. So we do get to hear each other a little bit. Um, and then we do a lot of, you know, connecting. We, we do a lot of visualizing, connecting on the energetic to be to be in a circle as we do it.
0: And again, so beautiful. We hummed in, with you a little bit today and, uh, you know, everyone's muted and there's something freeing about that. There's something safe yeah. about that. So yeah. if there's any issues of that, what a beautiful way for people to begin to express that voice in the safety and privacy of their own space.
1: Yeah. Yes. And you've got my voice as your guide. You're just singing along with me or you're humming singing
0: along with along. me. It's, it's simple. Yes, it's simple. And again, you can do a different note. You could take an octave higher or lower. It's really quite wonderful. And we really get comfortable with our voice. That's really the key. So we can go out and be confident. If we wanted to hum a few notes or sing the line of a change the line of our favorite song so that (laughs) it's high vibe words we can do that we can change and so we can sing and feel confident in that or hey
1: you know maybe i um have a conversation i need to have with someone on thursday that i know is going to be really uncomfortable so on wednesday night i spend half an hour chakra toning to open up my channels, to open up my voice and then my ability to speak out, to speak my truth and to say something that may be uncomfortable that I kind of want to hold in, but I've just practiced letting it out, letting it out, letting it out. It'll help you in many ways, aside from music and singing and even energetics can, it can
0: just help you um, speak up more. Yeah. Speak up more and, um, speak with the voice of light speak our hearts radiance, Um, right? We've got so much to do on our planet to keep the vibration high for the collective that this is really a powerful tool as we open just our speaking voice from it without having to force that, just getting very comfortable hearing our voice and expressing it in new ways. Again, that is so important for our times and really why we thank everyone who journeys on this venture for doing it because it's so important
1: there's so many ways to raise vibration and this is one of them and if it's a new one for you great you know let's use them all
0: let's use them all
1: (laughs) were there any questions
0: um a comment yes um changing the names changing the words and songs all the time oh absolutely you know um (laughs) high vibe there's a song we will never be royals. And I'm saying, we'll always be royals. <laughs> yeah, but Love is what I got. Yes.
1: Yeah. All amazing right. grace, how sweet the sound that saved a soul like me instead of a wretch like me. Thank yeah, you. make your own little changes and make you know, make it work for you.
0: And i want to say that we sang you and i in our private coaching sessions we sang that song and i cried in it
1: that's okay
0: <laughs> all right everyone if you'd love to feel the the sound of your voice and express the sound of your voice consider a singing lesson with linda and sign up for her class it's coming up the dates are on the link in the zoom box and also on the webpage. so Linda, as we wrap up our session today, let's hear a beautiful song <laughs> as you close our session.
1: Okay. And I, th- I think I saw a question pop up that said, is the Ketty voice your head voice? And the answer is yes. I think oh. there was a, I think I saw that like flash up and I didn't pay close attention to it. But, um,
0: and so what that means is it's my, my fam, my mom's maiden name was Ketty. And I call it the ketty voice because, mm-hmm. oh, I hear it. And I just kind of like, oh my God, that's the ketty voice. So, um, but it's the head because it's- It is there. the
1: head voice. Yes, yeah, the upper range. So I'll, again, I'm just gonna um, set a, an intention for myself today. It's a little dreary out. So I want to raise my vibration and I want to feel balanced and uh, give myself some love and some healing energy. I'd like to send that out to everyone who's around me here where I am uh, to all beings around me and to all of you out there and um, if you want to hum or sing or chant along with me feel free it's just a little simple little healing song
0: Everyone is still singing and freeing the voice thank you all so much for that I hope that you sang or toned that's really toning oh. yeah
1: that's more toning and hey you know if, if you feel like oh I can't right now because there's someone in the next room well, take, do it next time you're on taking a walk find some private space and uh, try it out
0: And maybe just begin to do it in a very soft voice. Yeah. And let it radiate that love. It will shift the field. And Christy says, thank you so much. That was beautiful. My heart center is vibrating.
1: Thank you. Good. Yeah. I um, just, just, you know, use it, open it up, open to it and see where it takes you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a technology that one can use in a practice in if if one teaches yoga or has a healing arts practice this can be incorporated to raise yeah. the vibration yes sure mm-hmm. all right thank you thank you thank you linda llewellyn singing coach extraordinaire voices of light if you'd like to find your own voice of light sign up and register with linda and we look forward to seeing you linda as we close our sacred circle any last comments oh i just wish
1: everyone a a beautiful day today
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've made it beautiful with the toning and the singing. Thank you you so much. Thank you. Thank you everyone for joining us as well. Again, check out the link in our chat box on Zoom. And if you'd like to join our Zoom audience in the future, please register at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste, thank you. Namaste. as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.